Hey there, friends. It's Nick. So I want to talk a little bit about the distinction between brand and direct response marketing. So last week I purchased a particular translation of the Tao Te Ching, which is, you know, a famous book of Eastern philosophical thought. And as I often do these days, I didn't go to if you could often do something you didn't do, I didn't go to Amazon. I went and looked for a secondhand copy and I went and looked on a site called better world books, which is a, a business that recycles books, creates money for literacy programs and libraries and donates books as well. So better world books, you could look it up betterworldbooks.com. It's not a particularly um, brilliant website or engaging website, but it ticked the boxes for me because what I wanted was a book. I didn't need a new book necessarily. And when you look at, if you dig into betterworldbooks.com, what you find is they've donated over 26 million books. They've raised over $28 million and they've recycled, and I find this amazing, over 320 million books. And given that I read the overstory last year, which I talked about in one of the podcasts, which is essentially a book about the magic, the grandeur really of trees. The fact that they've recycled 320 million books makes me very happy. It makes me feel good. It makes me want to, con you know, it connects me emotionally with that, that business, with that brand. Betterworldbooks.com is a brand in my head. It may not be the best brand, but it's, but it's, that's what it is, right? It's, it's given me a reason to, to buy from them, to spend my money with them. So let's just contrast that with a, an email I got yesterday from a company called Charles Tirrit, to it, who make men's clothes essentially. And, um, they're a London based company. I'm on their mailing list and they're a brand as well, obviously in a sense, but this, well, no, they are a brand, but. The email they got yes, they sent me yesterday was pure direct response marketing, right? It's, um, you know, the title of it is feet first. The top line is end Sunday, spend more, save more, <laughs> spend more, save more, which by the way, is a piece of kind of, um, it's a piece of narrative fiction that we've all sold ourselves at one time or another, right? To, to justify a purchase of something, spend more, save more 15 pounds or off 75 pounds, 20 pounds off a hundred pounds or 30 pounds off 150 pounds. If you use this code in the shopping bag and you know, the, the whole thing is about shoes, right? It's nothing like new shoes is the title of this, um, image. And there's a guy can't see his face, but he's doing up a pair of very nice loafers. And the copy is there's nothing worse than when bad shoes happen to a good outfit. Top off your suit, chinos, or jeans with our fine footwear from brogues to trainers, suede to leather, get traditional and modern looks, shop all shoes. And I guess if this was pure direct response marketing, there would be one offer and it would be one focus. This is, this is more an e-commerce kind of thing, but the point of it is to get me to do something now. Right. And that's, this is the difference between, um, a brand kind of play and a direct response kind of play or an e-commerce play, you know, we're, we're the difference between giving me a reason to buy. So I think 
Dean Jackson says that a brand gives you a reason to buy and um, the direct response marketer gives you the opportunity to buy. Charles Tuitt are giving me an opportunity to buy. And this goes back to, if you've been listening for a while, you'll remember that there's this idea I have of the story equation. And the story equation is essentially um, the backstory of a particular business and the front story or the story that the, that the user, the uh, customer, the potential customer tells themselves about what their life will be like if they do this thing. And in some ways, brand is the backstory. It's the reason why we might want to deal with that particular business, as opposed to the, the functional side, the opportunity to do that by clicking on a link or buy a product or, you know, whatever it might be. And I think it's useful to understand that because most of the storytelling stuff that I do is, is on that back part, right? It's the, it's the, the backstory, the brand story, the reason that we feel engaged, the reason that I want to buy from Better World Books. And I'm not, I junked Charles Tirrett because even though Tirrett is a brand, it's really not a brand that speaks to me, right? I'm sitting here talking to you on a Sunday morning. I'm basically sort of a bit scruffy, very relaxed. I'm not the kind of buttoned down, chew tight guy that is in this particular piece of communication they, they sent to me. And in fact, I've never bought anything from that company. Anyway, I think that's really interesting because the stories we tell, the, the reason that our business benefits from stories is because they build a connection with our customers, with our prospects that make them more likely to buy. And we, you know, as businesses, we all mix to some degree, the brand play and the direct response play or the e-commerce play. You might say, you know, there's, there's, if we want to exist as businesses, there is always a moment where we need to ask for the sale. We need to ask for the investment explicitly or implicitly. That's what happens. But when you think about your business from a brand perspective, that's when, that's the distinction. That's when stories mean business. Thanks for listening. If you want to dig deeper into this and learn what I know, search online for story.business. Bye now.